Welcome to the Mastering College Two Career Podcast. I am your host, the one that knows the most, Daniel Botero. In a world where eight out of 10 students are graduating without a job lined up, and 40% of graduates never work in a job that require their degree, this podcast is the solution. In this podcast, not only do you hear from my own personal experience, countless hours worth of research on this topic, but I bring industry experts to help students take away that fear of graduating without a job and instead teach you how to land your dream job. I am in a mission to help 1 million students Take away that fear of graduating without a job and instead teach them how to land their dream job. And that is why I've created the Mastering College to Career Seminar. As much as this podcast and I want to fill it full of content, nothing can replace the face-to-face interaction that a seminar will give you. And I want to bring in some of the podcast favorite episodes and guests that have so much knowledge to bring in. Those industry experts, those international speakers, into a room to have students the ability to talk to them one-on-one and hear from them live and be able to come out of this seminar with a customized game plan on how to master college and land their dream job. So if you want to learn more about this seminar, go to our website, masteringcollege2career.com. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome, welcome back to this episode of the podcast. Today, I have a very, very special guest. She's actually in the other side of the country. She's in the West Coast. Coast. I have the co-founder of Jobwell, May Lu. May, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. No, no. Thank you so much for agreeing to be part of this podcast and even better, sharing your story and how you and your, you know, Coworkers and team created Jobwell, and even telling the students what Jobwell is all about. So let's start. I w- would love to know a little bit more about you, and so the audience also gets to know you- a little bit more about you. Yeah, of course. Hi, everyone. My name is May Lu. I'm currently the co-founder and CEO of a startup called Jobwell. So my career actually started on the corporate side of things. I worked for large Fortune 100 companies like Procter & Gamble. Um, My start was actually kind of uh, funny. I was looking online for a cosmetic product. And at the time, they were only being sold in Asia and the UK, and I ran out. And so I was in a panic. So I started looking online for this brand called SK2. I found out, oh, Max Factor makes them. Oh, well, who who owns Max Factor? It turns out Procter & Gamble owns uh, Max Factor. And when I went through all of that, I'm like, okay, I need to buy this. On the bottom of that page, I saw a careers page and I click on that. And then like, oh, well, do you want to work for this brand? And I really cared about the brand. So I clicked on it. I applied. And then it took me to another page like, thanks for applying. Uh, Do you want to apply to our U.S. office? I'm like, okay, I'll do that too. So that was how I got my first job by randomly shopping online for a product that, you know, I ran out. Um, But that was the most awesome thing that I did because I felt like I got a really good grounding starting my job at Procter & Gamble. So uh, 
never limit yourself in terms of where you apply, where you look, you know, where the opportunities might come up. All right, so I'm going to fast forward oh, uh, many, many years. I've had a chance to try out a lot of different roles from technical to management to product to strategy. And now I'm working on my own startup, which means I'm kind of doing all of that and all at once. And so I see, you know, just again, from looking at your LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is such a powerful tool um, that you've, you've held many different jobs and great big companies, Hewlett Packer. um, I mean, just amazing. And you have a very technical background. Why did you decide to go into uh, like technical like background? Why did you decide to do that versus going to like accounting and finance or in any other major? Oh, it's so funny you asked. I majored in business and I thought I was going to concentrate in finance because it was something very tangible. If you go in finance, I could do accounting. I can be a CPA. I could go into investment. It was something I could get a hold of. Um, my grades weren't that good. And I didn't want to, yeah. So, so I said, okay, I'm just going to you know, go into CIS. Um, at that time, that was computer information systems. And I, it was much easier. I, I found like, oh, I can do this. And I get all the classes. And I enjoyed going to those 9 a.m. You know, computer science classes where it was mostly male. But it, you, know, you kind of have to try out different things and not be locked down thinking, okay, I'm going to do finance because that's you know, a, a set path that I know what to do. So that's how I got into the um, technical side of things. And everything kind of fell into place when I got that offer from Procter & Gamble. It was in their e-commerce infrastructure team. And I got the chance to do like so much on, you know, Unix and databases. Um, So that that was just really good place to exercise and put to use all those technical skills. And so you've had like an amazing corporate career. And then you go and you say you want to start a business. Like walk (laughs) us through that decision because. Oh, my goodness. Right now, um, I think, especially like millennials and even other like the earth generations that are incurring in school, yeah. if you ask them, I think over 80% of them have aspirations to open a business at one point or another. And so how, how did you get the courage or did you always know that you wanted to start a business? Like yeah. you gave up everything up. <laughs> okay. I, I think you know, everyone's different and they're, they're going to have their own path to walk. For me, it, it was very different. I never thought I could start my own business. When I started, stability was the most important thing to me. Like I had a family, I had a mortgage that I picked up as soon as I got out of college, which I paid my own way through. So it's really important to me to find a good steady job. And for that, I gave up living in San Francisco Bay Area and I moved to the Midwest. I'm sorry, you know, if that offends anybody, but Bay Area is very comfortable, very cushy. And I had to go out, you know, into a different place completely on my own, but it was all worth it for that experience. And, you know, I got so much out of working in my first position, the company culture, it just taught me a lot about the corporate world. And from every step I took from then on, there was something that I was looking for, Um, you know, whether it was stability or whether it was growth and whether it was something different. I knew what I wanted, you know, maybe not the company, maybe not the industry, maybe not the exact role, but I knew what was important for me. And so if, you know, all of you out there could just don't, don't set your sight on, okay, I want to start a business and I'm going to do it now. 
there might be a different path to get there. You might want to spend a little bit of time in operations first. You might want to go into product and design for a little bit because it, uh, it all culminates into that next thing you're going to do. So don't worry, you know, if you can't get your dream job as your first step, but think about how that opportunity in front of you might help you on your path to getting there. So, yeah, so I think that's, yeah, how it worked yeah. out for me. Perfect. And so tell us about your business. Tell us about your baby and tell us what it, why did you create it and what does it do? Okay. Let me introduce the platform first. So Jobwell, uh, check it out. It's on jobwell.co. It's a platform to help job seekers take control of their job search. So it's a very visual, very intuitive job search organizer that helps you stay on top of all of your job applications and all of your networking activities without dropping the ball because we all know that students, you have a really, really heavy load with classes and clubs and events and a super busy social calendar. So it's really easy to you know, forget about the job search side of things. Uh, so on the platform, it's a super easy social login, uh, one click and you're in there. And so what it allows you to do is at a glance, you can see all of the jobs that you've applied to, when it's time to apply to more, and then all of your upcoming interviews and tasks and follow-ups um, so that you keep everything rolling. The whole idea is we apply the sales pipeline management approach that's used in enterprise sale, where the whole idea is you fill the top of your funnel with a lot of leads. And the, you really want to nurture them through the pipeline, not just make the outreach and then let them you know, slowly die. But you need to nurture them throughout the process so that ultimately you close that sale at the end. Or in our case, you want to land that um, dream job and your dream offer. And that's amazing. And so I know before we spoke again, I yeah. wanted to make sure that this platform was student friendly. So I, yeah. I remember when we first had our first conversation, I said, let me send it out to a couple of students and let them play with it. They actually liked um, also the other feature, which is the networking part. Um, yeah. You want to talk a little bit more about that feature too? Yeah, of course. So there's definitely um, two big facets to the platform. One is your job applications where, you know, we sort of know the process. You apply, well, hopefully you're doing some research and customizing your resume before you apply. And then there's the interview process and then the, there's the offer. The networking side is something that a lot of students or early professionals don't know how to get their hands around because it's not something they, they've done before. So there's actually a um, a process. We've also broken it out in five really simple steps for networking. You know, you decide who to reach out to, you make that outreach, you stay engaged, and you can manage all of that through the platform. And so we definitely say it's very student friendly because we throw in there a lot of uh, job search and networking good practices. So for example, if you set up an interview, we're going to automatically remind you to prep for the interview the day before, and then write the thank you note the day after. If you set up a, um, a conversation with a networking, you set up a coffee chat, it's going to have a couple of tips for you on thinking, you know, how do you, how are you going to make your ask? How are you going to make your pitch? So we throw in a lot of those tips in there that are just very standard good practices that you should be doing. But you know, if you were to handle it individually on your own, that adds up to a lot of administrative overhead. So we built this, we designed this to really take that administrative layer off of you. And then getting back a little bit to your earlier question, you know, I, th I think we sort of designed this for ourselves. Uh, when my co-founder and I, you know, were, were looking at 
you know, this, this platform that we wanted to build, um, we, we modeled it around my co-founder's experience. So his name is Daniel also, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. but I call him YDK. So um, we don't need to worry about mix-ups. So when YDK was looking for an internship in grad school, he applied to over 250 positions. Wow. And he said all of that in this monstrous spreadsheet. And um, I, I, I have to say, my co-founder is a pretty impressive guy. Like he was getting his MBA at Yale. He had interned for Google and at the White House. So you'd think he would have companies knocking at his store. But he chose to take a very diligent approach so that he could take more control of where he ultimately landed. So, you know, he wasn't shy about putting himself out there or the number of jobs he applied to. So if you're, you know, if you've applied a 10 or 20 and you, you, you're thinking, well, why haven't I heard back? You haven't applied to enough. You need to, you know, kick up that count. Um, so in some ways it is a numbers game and the more leads that you nurture, the more options you have in your job search. So tracking all of that in a much better, in a clean visual dashboard just made a lot of sense. So, so that's why we say we, we started this out building a solution for ourselves. Yeah. So how long has this been in the, like how long you guys been working in this idea? And yeah. I mean, now it looks amazing. So I could. Oh, I they, it it's still our first version. <laughs> but we've been working on this for about a year and a half. We launched it um, early last year and we've been uh, lucky. We've been really great. Uh, a lot of support. We piloted at a couple of schools, including UC Berkeley and DeVry and Yale. You know, having some of the career advisors help us promote this to their students because that's what, you know, when we interview a lot of the career advisors, they say, oh, that's what I tell my students to do too. You know, track things and follow up. Except today it's all done in a spreadsheet. So, so they really like uh, you know, the visual aspect uh, of our platform. So yeah, about a year and a half or so. And so have you, has there been any, um, have you seen, how does using this platform help or, you know, does it save time? I definitely keeps everything organized in one way, but have you seen the results on the way students are applying and actually getting jobs? Is that doing a difference? Yeah, so uh, happy to share like some of the feedback that we get. It's always a really good day when we hear that someone has landed a job or even if they're just getting value from our platform, even if they're still in the middle of their search. So the way we stay in touch with our users is we invite them to give us feedback, letting us know what's working, what's not working for them. And, you know, some of our users have told us, oh, I love it. It's helping me stay on top of everything. And it gives them that sense of confidence and organization because it's really easy to feel stressed and unsure and like, hey, I applied to all these jobs I haven't heard back. And you start to doubt yourself. So there's a lot of self-doubt and uncertainty when you're in the job search. But by using this platform, you see everything that you've done. And you know what you need to do more. So you sort of separate yourself from that anxiety where I sent this into the abyss and I don't know what's happening to here is my process and it's time to apply for more and I'm just going to keep doing that. So that sense of confidence and control, I think it's something we really shouldn't um, underestimate. So, so what we've heard from our user is like, yes, I check Jobwell every morning. Uh, it gives me a sense of, I know what I need to do today. I know how many more jobs I need to apply. Um, so it really gives them that control over that entire very stressful process. You, you were mentioning earlier that the, you based a lot of Jobwell based on enterprise sales, you know, yeah. in the funnel, right? Yeah, yeah. And 
I've worked in sales my whole career. And I remember that, you know, there's numbers like you, you make this many phone calls, just get this many appointments, <laughs> this many appointments lead to, to this many sales. Right. And it's at the end of the day, sales, it becomes an, an activity game. The more activity you do, the better uh, results you're going to get. Because right. once you start getting clients, then referrals, and it gets kind of easier and there's a snowball effect. Right. But we found it to be similar when you're applying for jobs and as people use JobWell, is there a right number of applications the least <laughs> job? Um, you know, I, I think everything you described makes sense and that's what we're going after. I think we definitely need to see more numbers, you know, in, in the back in order to start giving you, here's your magic number. Um, but that was a, a bit of the idea behind, you know, why we're capturing all of this in this pipeline CRM management system is over time, as we get more users and more users putting in all their job applications in there, we're able to see, you know, what, what numbers make sense. Like how many have people applied to before we see that they moved a job over to the interview stage? Or on average, you know, how long does a job sit in the application stage before it moves on? So, you know, with enough data, we're able to start applying some, you know, AI on top of this and be able to give back more um, sophisticated guidance. So that was always the whole idea of where our enhanced platform would go. But we don't, I don't have that magic number for you today, unfortunately. That would have been the <laughs> secret. Like if you can tell a student and say, all you got to do is apply to 56.4 jobs and you get a job. That would have been great. Now, in the future, in the future. So if, if, you could, if, if students listening to this, right, if, what are three reasons, top three reasons that they should consider using this platform for their job search? Like, is it going to be helping them save time? Like, what do you think are the top, top three reasons people enjoy using JobWell? Oh, okay. I think it's going to help them save time. You're able to juggle a lot more pieces in the air all at once and do it in a much more efficient and effective means. So I think that would be one. Another one would be that, that emotional aspect that I touched on. You have a sense of control over the entire job search so that you're not feeling dejected and depressed and wondering, you know, where were all my applications? Why haven't I heard back? You really put yourself in the driver's seat by knowing this is the steps I'm going to go through and here's how I'm going to nurture all my leads. And I need one more. Is that right? <laughs> so I think save time, save money. I think it's really important as you sort of take a step back and start to look at everything that you're applying for even without all the AI that we're gonna introduce in the background, you're going to be able to start seeing trends looking at everything. So which job titles are you getting better responses at, you know, and which ones are not working? And you're going to start seeing patterns in both what you're applying to in terms of, you know, where does your heart really lie? Where do you really wanna to go towards? And what really seems to excite you in terms of the jobs that you're following up on? And then what the market is also responding to, you know, are, am I getting calls back from the recruiter on this particular role? What was it in my resume that, you know, that piqued their interest? 
And why am I not hearing back from, you know, these other sets of things? So you start to notice these trends, you know, for yourself. And, you know, if you're, if you haven't gone through the job search enough, I would encourage you to take your dashboard and, you know, share it with a confidant, share it with your career advisor, share it with some a professional, and they may be able to call out a, a couple of things for you too. And it's really that intelligence and an analysis of, you know, what am I doing in my job search that's working? And what am I doing in my job? search that I need to improve. Maybe you've applied to 50 jobs as a digital marketer, but you're getting, you know, no bites. Why is that? Should you be, you know, looking for a different title? Should you update your resume? So it's those kind of things that day, day to day, you're just hitting that apply button. You may not notice until you step back and start to look at what is working for me and how do I keep uh, building on that and what is not working and what do I need to fix? That's amazing. So you, where do you see Jobwell five years from now? <laughs> oh, um, you know, as with all startups, it's really hard in the beginning. And what we're focusing our, ourselves on is improving the product so the customers and the users get real value out of it. So that continues to be a lot of our focus. You know, we have the core platform out there. And if I haven't mentioned it, it's 100% free, you know, for you to create an account, for you to use it. We don't, we don't max you out on how many jobs you can apply to or how many networking. Uh, but what we are working on is the next layer of those enhanced products that may be uh, in, in addition to helping you be more efficient, it'll help you be more effective, not just for your current job search, but maybe for your career, we can start to look at, you know, you know, what next careers that might make sense, what have other people with your similar background have done. So we're working on that next piece. And um, so a lot of product development and, you know, a lot of user growth, continuing to partner with different universities who believe in the, our product and are sending loads of students out the door into their first careers. You know, I, I think it's this mission that we want to be out there helping student job seekers and we want to let that keep driving us forward. Love it. Love it. Is there any question that you wish I would have asked? <laughs> um, no, that's such a funny question. Well, I asked like, cause sometimes <laughs> I, like I would be, I'll forget a question and yeah. then like, you know, I wish you would ask me about um, my co-founder, Daniel, you know, oh. like, tell me about Daniel, right? Okay. So, well, let me, well, I, I can, I can always talk. I think, you know, we, we, we talked about this in our um, first call when we got connected and we both, both believed in helping student job seekers. And, and I love that alignment. So I think, you know, what we're trying to solve here is the job search feels very broken and it's been broken for a very long time. Like if you think of the newspaper classifieds that the older generation used, they opened it up, they scan it, they send in their application. It's really not that different than how we apply today, except just everything is moved online into online job boards. We look at it, we hit apply, but that whole matching process is still very broken. And when we looked at the solutions out there on the market, there were a lot of tools built for the job seeker. Uh, I'm sorry, built for the employer, built for the companies. And, you know, even when you think about the job boards like Glassdoor and DeedMonster, they all make money from, from the employers, right, yeah. from the ads. So they're making money by helping the companies find a candidate, not by helping the job seekers find their dream job. And so we're like, why is there this imbalance in this marketplace? 
And so that's why we went down this path. We wanted to build a platform to empower the job seekers, starting first with getting you organized, but eventually becoming more advanced and giving you more support and guidance. And so, so I think that's sort of a, another piece of the picture of why we're doing this and why it's important to us. I think you brought up a really great point and you talked about how all the tools that are out there are more designed for the company that's looking for employees because at the end of the day, they're the ones paying for those services and products. So they have the, whether it's monster, indeed, they have the company's best interests in mind. It's like when you're buying a house, you should listen to who's paying the commission, right? Because <laughs> that's who's, who's the real, real estate agent has the best interest in mind. If yes. you're not paying the real estate agent's commission, they don't have your best interest. Like yes. it's the other person. So I guess when you're, when you're looking at, you're creating a solution where at the end, there, there's going to be some features that's going to cost students some money, but there's going to overvalue. It's going to obviously help them more than the, than the cost of it. Um, and then you're going to have the students or the applicants best interests in mind yeah but i understand that correctly yes perfect well I'm, I'm like i said i am so happy that we got connected and i look forward to staying connected because i, I love what you're doing like every student that i shared um your website with loved it and all and, and some of them were like already had jobs like or had jobs lined up and like were like i wish you it was still around and how i found out about it was through a student themselves a student Oh, nice. And she, her name is Jessica, and she shared it with me and said, hey, check out this website. Um, and when I checked it out, I was like, I started playing with it, and I was, this is amazing. But because I'm not looking for a job, it was really hard for me to, like, really start putting in a bunch of fake jobs because, like, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to really find the use of it. But so we put it to test, and I'm telling you, every single student that, that tested it for a week came back to me and said they loved it. So Oh, that's so awesome to hear. And and I'll throw in there, even if you're not looking for a job, I think the networking thing is something that we could all be using on a constant basis because when you're ready for that new job two years, four years out, because you know, we're always um, looking over looking for that next opportunity, it just keeping in tabs of who you're connecting with and checking in with them, uh, that really goes a long way to preparing for your next job, even if you're not in an active job search. So, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. So I have one last question for you. It's what I ask every single one of my guests. And that is, if you had to, if the students listening to this right now could only remember one thing that you said, what would you hope? they would take away from this episode? <laughs> um, check out jobworld.co. It's, you know, built, designed, caters entirely to the job seeker because we believe the job seeker really should have more control and more power over, you know, landing their dream job. So we're out here watching out for you and we would love to get your, your thoughts, your feedback uh, so that we could keep improving the product. Excellent. And it is jobwell.co, so .co, not .com, correct? Correct. Perfect. Well, guys, you guys heard it here first. Visit, visit Jobwell. Use it. It is a free tool that's going to allow you to keep your job search organized as well as your networking organized. You know, and I've talked about this in previous episodes about the 10-5-1 rule. Like, have 10 companies 
then reach out to f at least five people per company and then make sure that you have connected, have a conversation, have coffee, have a phone call, have lunch, some sort of engagement with one person per company to really understand what the company is all about, what the culture is all about. And Jobwell is going to be the perfect tool for you to use that and keep track of the network. And if you decide to apply, keep track of the whole application process. So um, I really did uh, want you guys to listen, learn more about Jobwell, which is why I had May Lou on the podcast, because this product is absolutely free and is absolutely amazing. So everybody, thank you so much for listening and catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. If you're listening to me right now, you, my friend, have made it to the end of the podcast. I want to take some time to thank you and congratulate you for being different and taking control of your career, doing things like listening to this podcast, putting yourself out there and building the experience needed to land your dream job is what's going to set you apart and not be just another statistic. So great job. Keep it up. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends and make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Talk to you soon.